Hey there. Welcome to the Living Fear Free Podcast. I'm your host, Dee Price, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to episode 25 in our 30-episode series. When we ended the last time, we had started talking a little bit about the Holy Spirit, and I want to go into that a bit more about how He is a weapon that God has given you to be able to live a fear-free life. He first appears in the very first verses of Genesis 1, which reads, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. That was out of the King James Version. The New King James says, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. He was hovering. He was waiting. What was he waiting for? Scripture tells you in the very next verse, he was waiting for God to speak. If you continue to read through Genesis 1, you'll find this phrase over and over again. And God said. And then you'll see that God saw what he said. This right here is huge. And I don't want to get off on this subject right now, but this is a major life key. God spoke and then God saw what he said. Then he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Dominion to do what? Dominion to speak and then see what they say. I'll just point out, though, that since you were created this way, and this is a spiritual law, that when we speak, we see what we say or we have what we say. If you're continually speaking your fear, that's exactly what you'll continue to live in. So God created you and I as tripart beings. Genesis 2-7 reads, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. He formed man from the dust of the ground. At that point, it was a lifeless thing. It was just dust. But then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. In the Hebrew, it reads, and man became a speaking spirit. You were created as a spirit that speaks. God created man as a spirit. He has a soul, which consists of his mind, his will, and imagination, and he lives in a body. Your body is the house you live in. Your body houses the real you, which is a spirit. We are spiritual beings having a human experience, and death occurs when the real person, that spirit being, exits the body that housed them. Okay, so another rabbit hole, that's not for today. My point is that after the fall of man, Adam lost that godly spirit. God told him on the day that he ate of the fruit, he would surely die. It took the devil over 900 years to kill his body, but he eventually died. However, he died spiritually immediately. His spirit, his nature, was replaced immediately. That's why they call accepting Jesus as Savior being born again. Because with that act, the spirit that was in the person is immediately replaced with the Holy Spirit, the spirit that was originally breathed into man at creation and then sealed. Ephesians 1 says that you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. That's the promise of the Father. It is at that moment that this person becomes endued with the same power that created everything you see. It is at that moment that this person becomes the whole person God created them to be. The same power that created the universe now lives on the inside of you. And truthfully, if you've received Jesus, you should no longer utter the words, I'm only human. No, you're not. The greater one lives in you. The one that hung the stars in the sky lives in you. The one that parted the Red Sea lives in you. 
the same power that raised Jesus from the dead now lives on the inside of you. In the Old Testament, the Holy Ghost would come upon individuals for them to accomplish some act and then would lift off. He did not live within them, but that changed in the New Testament. Speaking of John the Baptist, it was prophesied in Luke one fifteen. It says, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. When Mary, who at that time had been impregnated with Jesus by the Holy Spirit, when she came to visit her cousin Elizabeth, Luke one forty one says, And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking with Mary, the angel said to her in Luke one thirty five, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. John the Baptist said in Luke three sixteen. I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That same John, John the Baptist, is recorded in the book of John talking about the person that he baptized. And he said, And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. And in Luke 3.22, it says, And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. Jesus also talked about being baptized with the Holy Ghost. He said when he was at the feast, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. He had not yet been crucified and raised from the dead. And then Jesus said in John fourteen twenty six, which we looked at yesterday, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you. That's what the Holy Spirit has been sent to do, because they work together. Jesus said he would never leave or forsake you. Those who have received him as Lord, he lives within you by his Spirit. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three parts of one whole. Everything that lives is three parts. You're a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body. Trees have bark, they have leaves, they have a root system. Eggs, it's the outer shell, the egg white, and the yolk. Look at the things that God has made. Everything is made up of three parts, which makes a whole. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. He shall teach you all things. He will bring all things to your remembrance, what Jesus has said. That's what verse 26 says. So you may think, well, God said some of those things, and I'm glad you thought that. So John 1, verses 1 through 3 reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And then in verse 14 it says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus lived and walked on this earth for thirty years and did no mighty works. 
But after he was baptized, after the Holy Spirit came upon him and endued him with power, that's when his ministry began. That's when he opened blind eyes. That's when he healed everyone that came to him and asked, believing that he could. That's when he fed thousands with the two-piece fish dinner. That's when he walked through angry crowds unscathed. That's when he walked on water. That's when he cast out demons, after the Holy Spirit came upon him. Jesus did not walk the earth as God. He walked the earth as the Son of Man and continually referred to himself that way, not as the Son of God. God called him his Son. Jesus called himself the Son of Man. He laid down all he was to live as a man. Had he been God, they never could have killed him. He had to die as a man in order to be our substitute. And he came to show us how to take those things that God has already provided us and live on this earth victoriously. Again, John fourteen twenty six in the Amplified says, But the Comforter, the Counselor, the Helper, the Intercessor, the Advocate, the Strengthener, the Standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. The Comforter the Holy Spirit. He is your counselor. He counsels you. He is your helper. He helps you. The scripture says, I will look to the hills from where my help comes from. Well, now your helper lives on the inside of you. He is your intercessor. When you pray in the spirit, he prays through you. He prays that which you don't know what the heck is going on because he knows what's coming and you don't. He is your advocate. He is the one who goes before the father when the accuser of the brethren, Satan, starts accusing you of things. He is your advocate. The Holy Spirit is your advocate. He is your strengthener. He strengthens you. He is your standby. He is the Holy Spirit whom the Father has sent in the name of Jesus, whom the Father has sent in place of Jesus, whom the Father has sent to represent Jesus, whom the Father has sent on Jesus' behalf, whom the Father has sent to teach you all things, whom the Father has sent to cause you to recall what was in the Word, what you read, whom the Father has sent to remind you and bring to your remembrance everything that the Word says. So after he was raised from the dead and right before he was taken up on the clouds, in John twenty twenty two, it reads, after he had finished speaking to his disciples, that he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. That was the moment they became born again. He then told his disciples to go into the city and wait for the promise of his father. That promise was the Holy Spirit. They did nothing until the scripture says that the Holy Spirit came upon the 120 that were in that upper room. But once he did, they went out and revolutionized the world. Every one of us who have come into the kingdom of God by Jesus were brought in through the Holy Spirit coming into the earth and lighting on those who were in that room. You have that same anointing living on the inside of you by that one act of receiving Jesus. But now you have to get it out. We'll talk a little bit about that in our next podcast. Until then, this is Dee Price reminding you that you have a blood-bought right to live fear-free. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Thanks for joining me.